Bad boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in live to the Fly Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Mark E. Stewart, with my partner in crime, as always, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. Looking at all three cameras. Just trying to make sure I'm just giving everybody, you know, you all what y'all need to work with, I'm giving it to you. you all the angles. <laughs> yeah. um, before we went, well, before before I even do the normal thing, let me do the normal thing. Like, subscribe, and definitely hit the uh, the uh, notification so that you will absolutely know when we're doing stuff. You don't want to miss what we're doing. It's always awesome. And go check us on Spotify for the audio version of this podcast and for our live content. Please sign up for the fan base app where you can go in uh, the audio rooms, the uh, Stat Lines Matter audio room, and become part of the conversation. So, listen, we before we even get into the normal thing, we were literally just having a conversation about Michael Jackson's childhood. Um, yeah, and you're not caring about it. I, and, why did you, and, why and, did you and, care and us, about as it? As a collective here in, in, in our crew, our, our guys, our team, we cared about it. No, okay. Let's put this in perspective. We cared about him not having a childhood. And you don't, you he, didn't care. You said just sing. He had a childhood. He didn't have a Singing normal, and dancing. He had an app. But it was a job. That's not a job. That is, a, it was a job. He was, he had a gift. He had a gift, but they made, they turned it into a job. It was, they were monetizing it. Which That's, is nothing wrong, but at least let, nothing wrong. let the man get on the damn merry-go-round for a few minutes. I'm but, sure he rode the merry-go-round. Later on at his crib. No, when he built his own. He so built there's his that. own, yeah, but that's sad. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. It, why is it sad? Because when he said he was going in the studio and it was right across the street from a park and he he could hear the kids laughing and playing, all of us. And all them kids that was outside could hear him singing and dancing inside that studio no, but, getting money. <laughs> that way it wasn't getting no money just yet. And it's just sad. That's not sad. He was getting money every time he was singing. He he, uh, he was getting money. It turned into an amazing legendary in, no, thing. It did. Don't but try to he, understand. But at a great cost. It turned into it at a great cost. But it didn't have to go. Have that. you seen his childhood? I have not. Other than okay. what he, other than and, what he showed us, he was trying, and to, I was perfectly happy with what he showed us. What he showed us was amazing. Correct. But I'm just saying, it, it, what he showed us. It was a so sacrifice. So you would have felt better about Michael Jackson if he had a couple Little League games and a couple – he went to Gymboree. What what kids do? I think every Chuck kid – Chuck birthday parties. I think every kid deserves to get on the Little League team. I think every kid deserves to, you know, to, to There's have – There's some kids that was on the Little League team that didn't deserve to be on the Little League team. That's true. Some of them kids are sorry, bro. That's true. Kids I played with and kids my kids played with. That's, that, that, that's true. I just think that <laughs> – <laughs> everybody, now, now everybody watching is probably thinking about some kids that was on their team. No, sucked. but the, the kids that played hey. with me, like any of my people back from Cal City, Illinois, that played, y'all, you knew who you were. You were good, and if you were sorry, you knew you were sorry. I'm just saying. I, I'm just. Well, all I'm saying is you don't shout think out to Cal City that all the, the 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 things and the trauma that Mike the went Jets. through as a kid. You 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 don't have any regret, you know, about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's messed up. I mean, we all here for something different. God gave him a gift. I'm just saying, let him go down the sliding board. You think Michael didn't ever get to play on the slide? See, that Mike was clowning. Like, I ain't get to do. No, Mike got to do stuff. But it, was, it wasn't all work. 
Oh, but okay, he said that it was every now and then he would have, have pillow fights with my brothers in the hotel exactly. room. Exactly. But that but that's exactly. just like, you that's know, lit. You have pillow fights in a hotel room, calling room service, mischievous in the hotel. Like that was fun. It's was better like, than what the kids back in Gary had, I tell you that. <laughs> you wanna be back in Gary? <laughs> I'm they, sure. they didn't even have pillows in Gary. They, ain't they still don't have pillows in Gary. Anyway. They got murder in Gary. <laughs> I've been to Gary. I have not, and I grew up relatively close to Gary, and I've I, never been to I've Gary. I've been to Gary and Fort Wayne. Shout out Fort Wayne. I ain't been to No, either. I was in Fort Wayne with Sam, with, 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 with one of- On a tour. Yeah, on a tour, and my hotel, the, the, the had foundation, the foundation, it was it was leaning like that. Like yeah. my bed was, yeah. was leaning. Which almost guarantees that they had bed bugs. Maybe I I didn't even think about that. I just know my joint was like you you went in and it was the whole floor it was like leaning like at, at like about yeah. fifteen degrees. I wasn't I was not on that tour. No no no. You was yeah. It was me and your brother. Yeah I don't with my brothers. I don't <laughs> I don't really like touring unless we can tour at a certain level. For for those for those that are listening, the 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 hotel room was like a high right low left. Just picture Bobby Brown's haircut on the every little step. <laughs> had a lean. Yeah, it had a lean. Um. <laughs> anyway, um. Before we get into what I wanted to talk about, also one other thing that I saw, and I don't know if you saw this, uh, Shannon Sharp, his uh podcast called Club Shay Shay, he had um Dame Dash on there. And it was a really interesting interview. You know, it was normal Dame Dash stuff, um, you know, that he gives you, you know, being an entrepreneur, being your own boss. And, you know, he has he has a certain style and flair in the way he does that. But the one thing that was interesting to Very me is charismatic. He, he literally sat there and got drunk, though, <laughs> like during the thing. I did not see it. No, please go watch it. Like The whole thing. And one of the things that was super dope is that he had some guy. I don't know if it was somebody on Shannon's staff or one of his guys that just kept refilling his drink so like he would drink it something in orange juice so i don't know if it's like like vodka and orange juice whatever so he's drinking and he gets low the guy because you see a guy sneak on grab it and then comes back full nice and then by the end of the show he was like <laughs> hilarious go no, watch it no i didn't see dame dash uh get inebriated on club shay shay but did you watch the whole thing or did you just watch like a snippet i watched the whole thing how long is it it went for an hour Really? Yeah. And you you bought in for an hour. I, I mean, I that's lit. I think Dame. I agree with you. I think Dame Dash is is a very interesting character and has an interesting interesting perspective, and it rings off to me because of, you know obviously being in the business. So he's a guy I listen to. I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, um, but he's interesting. Yeah, I find him. Uh, there's a couple of guys out there that I always give an ear to. I find him inspiring, and I also think that. Uh, you know, through all the 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 back and forth, which is really no fo- no back from Jay Z, he's always sort of yeah. Jay Z doesn't respond to that stuff. above the fray, but nobody's ever really proven him wrong. Like no one ever called him out. No one's ever responded like you're lying. No one's ever like everything that he said, every every claim that he's made. No one's ever came back and refuted it in a, in a way that made him look like he was. Like they, they like he's he gets painted with the crazy brush, but every claim that at least that I've seen, no one's ever confronted him about. It. Well, and I think a couple of things. I think he gets painted with the crazy brush because sometimes he's painting himself a little bombastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it makes it easy to put him in that box. But I, I'll say this, and I don't know if I'm getting the quote right, but they say uh, success has a thousand architects, and when you're a part of a successful thing, 
everybody has their little piece that they can grab from it. And his perspective is probably not not the truth. And the way Jay sees it is probably also not not the truth, if that makes sense, or it's probably truthful. And I think everybody has their their take on it. And it doesn't mean that anybody's wrong. It just means that there's that's their perspective. Yeah, on, you, you, and you, you know what's interesting about that is uh, generally, you know, when you hear uh, disagreement, or just in general, you kind of lean one way or the other. I literally lean, don't lean e- either way. And I, like, I, I think that what Jay-Z's been able to do, the differences that he may have had, whatever they were, because he's never actually, I've never heard him voice them, they've been, except for in the Lost One record, uh, which was a really good song. Um, but you can see that the split needed to happen in order for him to become what he became. Sure. And I think that more so than saying what the differences were, you could see he, he more showed you what he needed yeah. to do in order to, in, in order to move on. And I think that, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I appreciate them both. I mentioned the other day to, to uh, one of my kids, I would love to see the movie or the, the series. It would be good, but because you, there's so much I don't know about. They would both like you have to get both sides though. You have to get Jay's input because because you if 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 Dame did it, you would just be getting his. No, version. I want it to be neutral. They and both un- got to sign wanted, off. No, I want no sign off. I want it unauthorized <laughs> and unauthorized. Yeah. salacious. Yes, because I, I want the truth. But how you going to get the truth and they ain't signing off? They both got to sign no, off. No, I don't want nobody to sign off. I want somebody to be like, I'm telling a story. I saw it. I was there. He lied. Because no, because like I said, man, the truth the uh, like anytime you have something successful, every, anybody that breathed in the room. Who would know then? What would it be? It oh, would it's be a couple G? It's, a, it's a lot of people who know. I don't know all the inner workings, but everybody has people that's around them every day. So basically what you're saying is that no, we're all a, the all the bones. There's a there. bag available for an unauthorized doc. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> putting my hand up to make it. Because you could that come with a lot of <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> that has some drama behind it. Um, I wanted to talk about today. Um, it's March, first week of March. Um, that means March Madness is uh, right around the corner. NCAA tournament. Always, I used to call that Thursday, Friday, the first day, first two days of the tournament, the best two days in sports. I used to say that when I was a kid. I used to uh, play sick uh, so I could stay home those <laughs> days. And most years I was able to figure out how to how to stay home those days. Um, I don't see it anymore. I, I don't. I used to love college basketball. I don't love it anymore. I'm a huge sports fan. I have not watched one college game this year, and I have not. That includes my Indiana Hoosiers. I have not watched one game. Mm. I don't love it anymore. But then I know people still get excited about filling out brackets and all of that. That's where I am. Yeah, I I enjoy filling out the brackets. Uh, you know, putting a little twenty dollar bracket in. You know, yeah. uh, on teams you haven't seen play. On teams that I have not seen play, I just read the uh, breakdown and I just go. They can say it, anything. And what I generally do is I go with veteran coach, mm-hmm. and then I go with you know try to go with seniors. Yeah. Um, if I can, uh, because the the freshmen particularly the highly rated guys don't really, I don't think they care enough. And we, we were having a conversation before we started rolling about AAU basketball. I think they see college as a pip stop. 
Yeah. So, and and there's not as much as putting in put is not there's not as much put into winning the NCAA tournament as it used to be. Yeah. Um, because it used to mean a lot to get your team you know, sure. past, past the uh you know into the elite eight and so on and so forth. But now, uh, you know, recruiting is so much more about projection. Um, ceiling yeah that you can that guys go okay well you know he never started you know like jackson hayes um patrick williams patrick williams but they get they're still lottery picks. because they have ceilings correct so they're, they're versus projecting. guys who have higher floors yeah they're just projecting. that are better go, players oh, in that okay, moment this yeah. guy even though he never and then you know jackson hayes didn't even start till he was a senior in high school yeah um average two points a game as a junior um, so, you know, you go, but he's like, what, he's like six, nine. Well, he, he's like six eleven, and he's, you know, he comes from a family of like just top notch athletes. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where Late bloomer. Just, yeah. I don't know if he had a growth spurt similar to, uh, you know, Robin had after high school and, right. um, Russ, I believe had AD. one from juniors to senior season, yeah. et cetera. Um, but, but um, but yeah, it's about projection now. Um, and you know, when we talked about oh, you and I exchanged text last night, and you know, you talked about March Madness and how has it changed. I really started thinking about it because for me, my first inclination was it hadn't changed that much to me, you know. But as I, you know, I thirty seconds later, I really started thinking about it, and I started to remember the all the the storylines going into March Madness, right. the, particularly in the Big East. Yeah, uh, because you know they had so many good teams and so many they would face each other so many times a year. Even the ACC, yeah, Bobby Hurley and Kenny Anderson and Malcolm Mackey and Danny, Finn. like you had all of these guys coming into the and they and they would end up facing each other. And yeah. you already had seen them for sometimes three seasons, right? And so it was super exciting. Um, now, and I started thinking, I'm like, it's just like and it's not the same, Rob. This I'm talking to myself. Right? Yeah. I'm like, you're just you just like it. You know, because yeah. you like the brackets and you like to see like, you know, what was it, two, three seasons ago, um, we saw first time in the male tournament, the 16 seed take down the one seed uh, when it was uh, University of uh, Maryland, Baltimore, I believe, take down uh, UVA. And so you get you still get to see these 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 stories being being written right there in front of your face and you still can have uh, stars can be discovered. Right. Like. Damian Lillard, like C.J. McCollum, you know these guys. But you're still, even in that, you're still going back seven, eight, nine years. But you're, but you're still, but it's still you haven't heard, you never heard of these guys, and then right. all of a sudden, you know, you turn a Mercer beats Duke, you know, right. you, you you end up, oh, who's this kid? Who's that kid? And you can still, John Morant, you know, you can still make a name for yourself and and vault yourself to where you were maybe. Uh, a G League guy. Now all of a sudden you're late first round, or maybe you even vault yourself into the yeah. lottery pick by having this highly concentrated, uh, you know, uh, viewership over, you know, two weeks. Let's say because if you make it to the Sweet 16 and you get bounced there or the Elite Eight, then you know it's over. But you've been you've a part got, of the conversation. You've got for two some. Yeah. You've got some legit film. You've got articles. You've got Sports Center. You've got and. In a way that you that uh you know was just unavailable to a a school like um like Lehigh, uh, which was uh, McCullum School, um you know uh, you just you know, or Murray State right I mean these these schools don't have the big contracts you're not going to see them outside of the local but now you're watching them on whatever they come on but I remember when Jim Nance used to come on back in the day. And you know, either that time, man, you you'd be so excited. I was excited to see, uh, you know, the the uh, again the Kenny Andersons, the Brian Oliver, you know, and so on and so forth. So yeah, it, yeah. it's changed. It's lost. The, it's lost the steam because 
you know, guys aren't sticking around in college anymore. But um, and even even the one and done guys, like they don't seem to have a real name for themselves because I remember I think a, a pivot point for me was Ben Simmons, NIT. who uh could even make the tournament. Nit yeah. like this is the consensus first number one overall uh pick, and we should have known. I, I I was like it bothered me that. He couldn't do it like Carmelo did with Syracuse because you're going against guys who aren't going in the league, right? You're going yeah. against like nine, like ninety percent of the guys you play. They're you know they're going to go into the workforce. So if you're in, especially if you're a guy who's going to play in the league, yeah. But not only that, you're the number one pick. Yeah. You should at least be able to get your team into the first week. You know. <laughs> yeah, like for you to not be one of the top sixty-four and you're the number one player, it was like. Mm, we should have known something. We should have known a little something about you. Like even like right now, I'll give you an example. Um, Gonzaga is number one, and I know they have uh, the kid Chet. What's his last name? Holmgren. Chet. Chester. Chet. Chet, Chet is not a football. It's not a basketball. Name. That's a football name. That's more of a. That's more of a. You know, Wranglers. You know, cowboy boots. Yeah. Chet. Chet is a uh, a guy who reports on sports. Yeah, <laughs> not, yes. not an athlete. Hey, but hey, but you know, for you, for you, for for you all, for you all that haven't seen Chet, Chet can play. Oh, yeah, Chet, yeah. Chet's one and done. Chet can hoop. He's know. one and done. But, but it's just the name. Yeah, but Duke is the number two team in the country, and I don't know one player they got. And I, I and I do a sports podcast. I've seen them play. <laughs> I saw them play their first game against Kentucky like two months ago. Um, and they got this one kid, but that's I don't know the name. And like it's I Coach to, K's last year, and I don't care. That's mess. Hey, Coach K, uh, most wins in the history of the tournament. You know, yeah, ninety-seven. Now nah, he's been here. He's yeah. been here a long time. Ninety-seven W. You know, it's gonna be. You know, he's he's one of the legends of the game. But I think we've lost the legendary coach. You know, those guys, the Dean Smiths, the John Thompsons. What happens to Duke after Coach K leave, bro? Ooh, they give the they gave the uh But I'm just saying, like, you can try to remake the situation. Coach K is Coach K. Yeah. I think he handed the job to where's the kid Shire? The kid from Illinois. He was a uh, uh Mr. Basketball in Illinois, recruit to Duke, and then he kinda got in the coaching thing. They do that. And Coach K's John, been great at that. John Shire, I think from, his name is. What was it? Capel is a head coach now. Yeah. Um the kid was Amaker. Like he had a lot of coaches. Of but did, yeah. were any of them good? I don't Tommy Amaker's coached everywhere. I think Tommy Amaker coached. Tommy Amaker looked good on the sideline. Yeah, he looked with his part. little suits and jackets yeah. and his little uh, uh, military cut. You know what happened to the dude? Like he was a talk of the tournament, little uh, light skinned brother. Uh, was coaching. I think at HBCU, and then he went to Texas and didn't do much there. I, I don't know that guy. Um, uh, you know him. You talking about Capel? No, not 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 from Duke. Oh. He was uh You talk Oh, you know, you're talking about uh Shaka Smart? Shaka Smart. Yeah, yeah, Shaka. Where is Shaka? I don't know where Shaka at. I mean, we could google it. <laughs> That's the problem. Is we don't know what's Shaka, the name of Shaka, What's the name of their clothing line? Shaka we don't was know. At VCU. He was at Virginia yeah. Commonwealth. Yeah. And then uh, He got the big job at Texas yeah. and I think they just let him go. Is he at Marquette? He could be at Marquette. Marquette. Oh, is, that Mar- is just, he at Marquette? Yeah, he at Marquette. Oh, man. He ain't hey. that without a yeah, hey man, come on! I, I, listen, I want to engage. It just who who does he have? Hey, we we don't know. We don't know, man. Listen, 
I stopped filling out a bracket because you always send me like, oh, you're going to do the bracket? Yeah, we got to do an SLM bracket. I don't know, We got to do it. Put the dub on it. I and now, they, As soon as you put the dub on it, it I becomes. I like I'm just giving away the it's money. It's exciting once you put the dub on it. I don't even know who wins. I think you just pocket the money. No, no. <laughs> you actually passed the money on? Yeah. I probably I, won. I forget who won one year, last year, but I, I sent them their bread. I lost. Oh, my God, I lose every year because I don't know who's playing. But, but it's transparent because you get to oh, see yeah, my bracket. Like, yeah, 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 you get to see my Facts. bracket. You yeah, know? you do. It's like a uh, running, yeah. running standing. And we're excited about it. On CBS Sports Line. Yeah, I think I did win it last year. I won like I won like 100 bucks. Wait, not, am I incriminating myself? Like, is, is this nah, like, man, is nobody, illegal in the, Come on, man. Listen, I, I, I may jump in, but I may let like. All you do is read. The only team I know about is Auburn. That's the only one. Right. That's because Jabari Smith and, you know, they got a lot of players from the metro area. So, oh, and I know Alabama, too, because they got a lot of players from the metro area. So, um, they recruit heavy here. There's a lot of the country. But, but yes. So, you need to get in it, man. We need to get it because don't nobody even watch it. That's what make it hype. All right. Well, this is something to do. So, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a check into that. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, – we always – even before the show started, somehow we, you know, I, I be talking about LeBron all the time. Uh, they lost again. They're seven games under 500. Just a quick check in. Hey, they got them right where they want. Uh, yeah. You know, as the season just runs out. Yeah, they're going to, um, hey, hey, dude, <clears throat> trying to tread water. Until they, they kick it in. Last five games. Gonna kick it they're in. They're going to go on the run. Yeah, it's going to be exciting <laughs> to come on here. But we always end up in a uh, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Harden, Nets. Lakers discussion. We wanted to talk a little bit about some of the uh, up and coming rising stars in the league. And when I say rising, I'm not necessarily talking about the guys in their first or second year, but I'm talking about the guys that will, the league will be on their back in a couple years, if not now. Because at some point, LeBron's going to say enough and, and step on. Kevin Durant is not much younger. These guys are in their 30. DeRozan's, you know, DeRozan's in his 30s. You know, these guys that are, you know, carrying the league. And we're going to leave it to the John Morants, the uh, Jokic, uh, the, the Luka Doncic, the Trey Youngs. Um, these guys are under 23, 24 years old, and they ball. Um, I wanted We wanted to bring some light to them in, in light of the stretch that John Morant is on because he's doing he's doing some incredible stuff. He's He's putting up huge numbers. But he's doing it with flair, big shots, uh, putting the team on his back, uh, and they're winning, which is what I like. I always put the emphasis on that because a lot of guys can can compile numbers. Uh, they get good at compiling numbers, but he's compiling numbers that are impacting his team's wins. There are right now. I don't think they can reach uh, the Suns, but they are certainly running down uh, Golden State. They're doing everything they can to run down Golden State. So there's a couple layers in which I want to talk to you about uh, one, what do you, what's your assessment of Ja right now? What you're seeing? I know you're a big fantasy player, so I know you see these numbers. I'm, I know when he's getting 50 and 40, he's impacting in that world. What's your take on him? And then how do you see him relative to a lot of that sort of young contingent of players that's out there? I know a lot of those guys you like a lot. I know you're a big Jokic guy. I know you, uh, you like him a little bit more. You you like Doncic a little bit more than Trey uh, initially. A lot How, more than Trey. Yeah. So give me kind of your lay of the land because you are, and in, in, in not to put you on the spot, but you are an expert in my opinion 
uh, on basketball and particularly these this crop of players. Okay, so you know we can start with <laughs> expert. We can start. No, dead ass start though. Like you be knowing like the hold on. You be knowing like the third guard, backup point guard on the Kings. No one knows that other than his mama. I'm trying to think of who that is now, <laughs> but they just traded it was De'Aaron Fox, uh, who is the who, who's coming in now off the bench. Anyway, point is because they was Halliburton, but Halliburton got traded to Indiana. Right. Anyway, uh, John Morant. Uh, it, I mean, there's there's really uh, you you said it all. Um, he has definitely, and I mean, I'm not saying anything that anybody can't look up. He's taken a huge step forward this this season. Um, and the three-point shooting in particular. Now, it's not like, you know, it ain't Curry. But when you're shooting at 34, 35%, which is where, you know, uh, LeBron was shooting and, you know, uh, you know, s- some of the more efficient players in the league, like you don't really want to go beneath that. Um, he's he's taken that he's taken that part of his game up. Um, he's increased his field goal attempts from I believe fourteen to twenty twenty point eight, um, and I think more than more than anything else, you know, you talked to the you talked about the winning aspect, um, and I think that in a weird way, him being hurt actually helped the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies uh, because they went and they found ways to win without him. I think they be- became a better team. Uh, not having their their leader because they had to figure out a way to get wins and other guys got a chance to grow, particularly Desmond Bain, um, Dylan Brooks when he came off of injury, Jaron Jackson, um, Steven Adams, Brandon Clark. Guys were just able to step up, DeAnthony Melton and Tyrus Jones. All of these guys, the collection of these guys, they ran off 10 straight without – they went from being second second to last or last, I believe. They were in the bottom in the bottom – three or four in the league in defense to going first in defense without John Morant. So when he came back in, the the, the question became, are they going to be able to continue winning the way that they were with him? First couple of games came back, it was rough. But they he's found a way, they found a way as a collective to not only continue to win, but to climb all the way to third in the West. They're a half game behind Golden State. So when you start talking about being able to affect wins, I think that, you know, his supporting cast grew when he went down, which is what you hope, right? You hope that it's next man up. And they say that, but it, it, it it's not like that. Those guys start for a reason. And so for Ja to be able to come back in, take the amount of, of shots that he takes, the usage in particular, and for them to just keep, not only keep winning but elevate. Right. Um, I think that it speaks to <clears throat> him – and how the how those guys? Because a lot of times that's a personality thing. Like, do they do they mess with you like that? Mm-hmm. Like, do they? And I think that um, you know, Ja has shown himself to be a dog of dogs. Yeah. You know, and you can see sometimes the quotes on uh, social media where uh, you know he'll you know they have little clips of his interviews. Like, I don't care if he's seven feet tall, I'm coming at him. And that seems like no, he lives that. You see that. And then for him to say it and then him to come out and actually do it, um, and these eye popping plays, it just galvanizes the team. He reminds me a little bit of, of Michael Vick of football, you know, in, in a way that when you when a guy makes those eye popping plays, it just it, it, it elevates it elevates the, the whole squad. And I think that he's able to do that. But more than that, he, it's substantive. 
You know, he's 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 actually, you know, he's he was his assistant down just a little bit. But I mean, this guy's out here, he he's dishing the ball. He's getting rebounds. He's advancing the ball up the court. He's not he doesn't have to take it coast to coast to try to make some amazing play. He's getting the ball up the court to Desmond Bain, who's shooting the the crap out of the ball. So for 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 Ja, I think that I think that the 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 team in particular is a and I know this is a maybe sound like an oversimplification, but that he's got himself a squad, and he ain't the squad. You know, it's, right. he's got guys that uh, and and Stephen Adams starting to play better as of late. So yeah, he's one of those guys that um, it, it's it's tough, right? You think about Devin Booker. You know, Devin Booker before Chris Paul got there was one hundred eleven and two hundred and something without Chris Paul. Right. With Chris Paul, he's ninety games, ninety plus games, and twenty two losses. Now, all of a sudden, people are going, oh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker was putting up great numbers before he got there. But when Chris Paul got there, for the first time in Devin Booker's career, he went to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And that – you have to be able – in order for people to really see what you're doing, winning elevates the platform. And so for for Chris Paul to be able – and Chris Paul literally, since since he was with – I believe it was the Charlotte or New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans. Has been going to the playoffs every year. New Orleans and, Hornets, actually. Yeah, and so when yeah. he got, so when he got to the, when he got to, <clears throat> when he got to, um, to yeah. Phoenix, it just happened again. And so, uh, you know, so again, that that's another star, Devin Booker, who, uh, who, um, young you dude, know, but a, a yeah. young guy who, and he actually started playing well, as we mentioned here before, on, in the bubble. Um, they weren't in the playoffs, but. Um, but when Chris Paul got there, boom! Now, now all of a sudden, Devin Booker's platform has been elevated. Now you're starting to hear comparisons of Kobe. Um, this is mid-range game is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's guys like Deontay Murray, mm-hmm. um, who, uh, yeah, out in San Antonio, who's now uh, just really taking his game to the next level. Um, you know, he's averaging uh, what, 35 minutes a game. And the reason why I always bring that up because I'm a minutes guy. You know, with those increased minutes, you're seeing you know, triple doubles, et cetera. So uh, Jokic is another guy. Um, this, the league in particular is, is just become the, these, this next crop of guys, everybody, the, I don't know if it was the, the players or the NBA, but it seems like damn near every team has a guy that you, you, if you haven't been checking for him, you should be checking for him. Yeah, Whether it's it's Julius Randle, right. uh, Kyle Kuzma starting to play much better out there with the Wizards. Um, Trey Young, um, Jimmy, who is uh, oh, Tyler Hero. I mean, these guys, oh, Bam Abadayo. If you guys haven't put your eyes on yeah. Bam Abadayo, they run the offense through him. Yeah. So I, I didn't mean to dominate so much well, of the conversation. What do, but, what do you think about Trey, though? Like, because it has to be for a Hawks fan, it has to be a little bit disappointing to have not seen them get on track after going to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, I know. I was just expecting them to go on that run because there was a point last year where they were kind of hanging low, you know, in the 8-9 spot. And then they went on the run, you know, 18 out of 23. You know what I mean? They were, And then it got back in it. And then they took that momentum into the playoffs. Now it's like it's 20 games left. Yeah, 20 games left. I believe they sit in – we sit in 10th. Yeah. Um, Four and six in our last that 10 play-in games. play-in life. In the play-in life. But, you know, I think – well, we've had we, we we battled some injuries early. John Collins is out again. Um, and but it, but it is weird that we weren't able to at least have some. Well, you don't expect to be in tenth, right. and I think that that's the that's the issue uh, is that we weren't we're not able to stay in that middle 
tier. Uh, we but we went on a late run last uh, last year and uh, in the season, not in the playoffs. Everybody knows we went to the Eastern Conference Finals, but um, last year, uh, you know, we went on a late run. But you would think with another off season, with Nate McMillan having a full season, with at least guys coming into the season uh, healthy, that uh, you know there would be some some sort of uh, continuation or some sort of step forward. That's what you're looking for. Uh, with with Trey, it's it, you know he plays a high risk, high reward you know uh, brand of basketball. Uh, you know those deep threes, and he's not shooting poorly. I mean, it's not great. He's shooting thirty. Let me look. He's shooting 35 percent from three, which is higher than what you would think shooting from that far away. You know, right, he and a, he's a high volume shooter. Yeah, he ain't he up on the line, but he but he's, he's shooting about eight a game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you know, so it's just and when you have a player. That small, you know, if his shot isn't falling, he's not going to get you a whole lot of boy. He's a high assist guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for us, our problem has been, and this is why this is where we, uh, where we turned it on last year, particularly in the fourth quarter. We led the league uh, eventually in the in the, in the uh, last third of the season in fourth quarter defense, and that's the thing that I think we have to turn around in order for us to make the same charge that we made last year, which is pick up that fourth quarter defense. If we can do that, then I think that, uh, you know, I think I, you know, obviously things can get turned around, but if, if we don't, then, you know, it's not a sophomore slump, but it'll be, you know, obviously coming off of uh, Eastern conference finals, it'll be, it'll be very disappointing. Um, but, you know, Trey made a second all-star game mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. yeah, Trey's a star. It just, for me, it always just comes down to, are you impacting the team? So I'll ask you this question before we move on. Maybe leaving Booker aside because they went to the finals last year, which of these young players, Ja, I'll include Zion who never plays, Ben Simmons as one of those young stars. Um, Obviously he's, he's with Brooklyn now, so that's a little bit different. But who's most likely to win a title? In the next three years, amongst that collective of young players, that's a in really, your opinion. That's a really excellent question. I'm going to say Ben Simmons. The reason why I say that is because you look at where the uh, where Philly was last year during this time. Right, they were number one in the East. Joel Embiid is 500 for his career without. Uh, ben Simmons. Uh, with Ben Simmons, he's 144 and 63. You take in Ben, and now you're putting him with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a better player than Embiid. Nah, I'm taking him every day of the week. You're taking a guy, Kevin Durant, who's an MVP, who has, you know, won two NBA championships, and, you, and you're putting him, you're putting Ben Simmons, a top defender, also with a guy like Kyrie, and then you're adding pieces like Nick Claxton. You're adding LaMarcus Aldridge. You're adding Andre Drummond. You're adding, or not adding, but, you know, you have a, a Patty Mills. These are guys, like, every 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 guy that I named does not have an identity, uh, is not going through identity crisis as a player. Right. They know their role. Right. And, and, and more importantly, Ben knows his. He's a right. defender. He's a distributor. You're, you're, t- you're taking a guy who's for a career 16, 8, and 8. 16, 8, and 8. And one of the top on-ball defenders in the league. 
this you, you know what he's not gonna do which is you know to much philly fans dismay he ain't gonna shoot no dumb shot in the in the fourth quarter he's not gonna turn the ball over he's gonna put he's gonna get the ball in durant in a premium position to to get the bucket and i think that uh when you when you have a team i thought that i thought that the roster construction was a bit wonky uh if it could be with harden because harden's such a he's he consumes so much of the uh of the shot taking, which, you know, they had to find that rhythm a bit last year and they did, and they had some success. I mean, they won a lot with those three guys on it, but Ben is, I think, I think with Kyrie and I think with a guy like Durant, Ben's a perfect fit. So if I had to say of those, of those, uh, now, but again, health, right. Is, 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 is wealth in the NBA. Sure. And I think that, you know, you take a guy like, because you know, Brooklyn might not even make the playoffs this year. Correct, but if but I think all that changes when Durant come back. And when Durant comes back, when he comes back, when it, he's supposed to come back Thursday, he's supposed to come back tomorrow. So I think when, when is he, Ben come? Yeah, that's a good question. Ben Ben should have been back. He should have man. What? Just play yourself back in the shape. Yeah. Remember I said that. Yeah. You know I was Last. like, but but if you look, at, I'm just saying as far as impact, right? Yeah. You look at what he was able to do in Philly, and. You know the proof is in is in you know I'm a numbers guy you know and be eleven eleven without him when he's on the court they winning all the time and I think that that's that speaks to what uh, it just it speaks to what Ben brings as a player I mean you cannot and then you know he shoots fifty six percent for a career people say he can't shoot he getting sixteen points what you want them all to come from jump shots he's getting sixteen buckets or sixteen points a game he's and he's get he's giving you the boards and he's giving you a defender and he's giving you the assist and I think that just with the okay. In that in that particular scenario with the 76ers, maybe it was a bad fit. We talked about that before they even traded. Like, what do you what what do you do with a guy like Ben Simmons? And what did we say? You surround him with shooters. Yeah, I said that, in, I said that on the podcast two years. What's ago. in Brooklyn? Yeah, shooters. And nobody is yeah. everybody got that strap. Yeah, literally everybody got yeah. that strap. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like you you believe that. Brooklyn could still potentially win this year. I do believe that. Yes, I believe that. I believe it even more now that they got Ben. I, I didn't believe I, it with Harden. I didn't believe it with Harden. I, I never believed that that was going to work, and I told you that. But and I and I, it ended up playing out, but it didn't play out the way that I just thought they would lose. I didn't think that Harden would leave, and I didn't think that you know uh, he would be hurt in the playoffs and things like. That. I I didn't see injuries. I I thought that if anybody was going to be hurt, it would be KD or either Kyrie because you know they've been off injured these last three four years of their career. But you put Ben on that team, and you add it with Kyrie and Durant, and then with those role players. I mean, you Andre Drummond is the highest. He still was averaging like nine rebounds a game when he was only playing like 16, 17 minutes. Yeah, in Philly. So you taking a. I mean, these guys know their role, and I think that's to me. And he you, looks you, and he looks you don't motivated. even have to coach that. Yeah. And I know Steve Nash is taking his his fair share of criticism criticism and, and deserving. Yes, and deservingly so. But yeah. these guys like I mean when 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 Kyrie said I know this wasn't this current, you know, uh uh, team, yeah. current team, but he's like, I mean, we actually don't really have a coach. I mean, we all coaching. I mean, I think I can. I think I can get out there. He's like a little too honest for me. <laughs> like you can't say that. I think I think I can get out there and coach. I think I can be above five hundred if I was a coach of the Nets. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they they are one game over five hundred, so he's doing that right yeah, now. Yeah, but without, but I'm saying you look at okay, you look at LeBron and 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 what's going on out there in in with the Lakers. They're not one game over 500. No. And I know that LeBron is still putting up great numbers. But the problem is, and I think that LeBron is like when you're getting, when you get older, 
right? And you first go back to the basketball court, and everybody kind of, you kind of remember that first game where you can't really do what you thought you used to Like, man, I used to be able to, and normally it's been like three years since you hoop, and you be like, man, I used to be able to. And I think for LeBron, even though he's still playing at a high level, what he used to do in Cleveland those first four, five years he was in the league, he was able to finish, you know, get those guys in the playoffs because he's able to do so much more and lift, you know, what was it, Larry Hughes? Was a huge mm-hmm. kids from the kid from St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis yeah. and the and the and the Anderson Vergiles and the you know the, the weird roster composition <laughs> then and but he was so young he could give so much he's still a top you know top ten player maybe top five maybe number one I don't know but he's not able to lift that weird Motley Crew roster above you know to 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 wins over teams like Portland and over New Orleans he's just not able to do it even though his numbers look great. In order for them to win with that with that roster composition, he's got to be at thirty five, maybe thirty, maybe forty points a night. Whereas you look at you look at a team like the Nets, all those guys are young for the most part, and they're able to. You look at the Cam, uh, is it Cam Johnson or Cam Thomas? You look at Cam Thomas. These guys, people don't know these names, yeah. but these guys can play. Yeah, and I think that you know when you have when you're able to tread that water, and then you add a Kevin Durant, and then you get Ben whenever he get his mind fixed. And then, you know, whenever they lift this uh, vaccine yeah. mandate, because it's coming. Yeah. Because the, the the I believe it was the governor. It was the governor or the mayor. You know, he's like, I'm about to lift mine. He's yeah. like, I ain't got nothing to do with what they got going on in Brooklyn. But, right. you know, once they lift that, he's going to be back. Yeah. And I think that. And if they get Joe Harris, I, I, I don't know I don't what's think Joe coming back. Yeah, you, yeah, he's having some problem complications with his uh, ankle. Well, listen, let's uh, stick a pin in the NBA discussion I'm for a minute. I'm sorry. No, it was. No, <laughs> the great stuff, man. I, I love when you when you get going on your NBA right. stuff because you you are so immersed in it. I, and hey, you guys, real quick, don't forget about the Cavs. Darius Garland and what they got going. Darius Garland taking a huge step forward without Colin Sexton. Evan Mobley, uh, Jared Allen, uh, those guys are playing some really great basketball. Brandon Goodwin, backup uh, point guard there, is doing really well. And Rondo is still playing well. Sorry. No, no let it, let it, let, hey, let your hands fly. Sorry. Let your hands fly. No, that's good. That's really good uh, NBA insight. And we're going to come back on the next podcast and talk a little bit more NBA. Uh, I want to have some fun before we get out of here because every once in a while we will run back a fan favorite here. Um, One of our go-to things called Heaven or Hell where me and my partner Rob Hunter uh, decide to make a decision about or at least pose the question about, you know, where someone's going to go when they die based on their deeds here on earth, uh, which is a lot of people might think is out of pocket. Uh, <laughs> but but that's what we are. Yeah, we're a little out of pocket, out but of it's, pocket. it's fun. So we're going to – I have three ready to go. How many do you have? I got – well, okay, so you, this, you can lead us in or not. I just did a bunch – not a bunch, but like six or seven – just in case you know you wanted to add. Yeah, well let's let's go let's go three and three and then manage the time. Uh, based. But on I, I'm ready for this. Would you like to go first or would you like you me go to go first. first? Go first. You go first. Okay, so the first person that I would like to uh, make a decision about their salvation, about their where they going in the afterlife, going to hell, boy, is my guy Michael Jordan. I thought about doing Mike, but I could not think of enough things to send him to hell on well okay let's let's take a look at michael's deeds because that's what i do i say let's okay let's look at his deeds we could definitely tell 
through stories that we hear and stories that we heard on uh, The Last Dance and just what we saw and the, and the bloodshotness of his eyes. Mike likes to drink. I like to drink. Mike took a bottle. Mike had a bottle on deck. coming out. He had a, a, a bottle in his hand coming out the car on his way to the to the All-Star. Uh, really? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, but See, the bottle, I like that. But the bottle had that much in it. He's getting out the car. Hey, 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 Mike. Hey, sometimes my, Mike, I drink. Yeah, and Mike wanted to hold his drink. <laughs> like, he didn't want his assistant or he want to, ah, let me hold my drink. <laughs> hey, he like, I ain't playing today. Yeah, so <laughs> heavy drinker, heavy gambler. I'm going to hell. I'm, I, I don't gamble that heavy, I, but I would if I had more resources. But I, I do and, drink heavy. And a lot of just rumor i'm not saying this and i don't have this substantiated but there's people stories that you know other athletes tell about him not liking to pay up he be stiffing on the bets i heard not necessarily stiff oh that's right that's what the golfer was angry about yeah yeah oh like and mike will just like keep going till he wins and get his money back yeah or, like try to figure something else out so there's that okay um damn it he's obviously a little bit of an asshole we saw that with scotty burrell in uh in the last dance a little, I, him. I, I like all of that though mike i'm just laying him out okay i'm late i'm laying all, all right. these he, things uh, out. you from what reports that we've been getting you've been tough and we know at least there was one teammate that he's punched. Maybe more. Maybe like, more. Like, just socked. Well, but it was one that chose to fight back, fight the bully back. Yeah. And he lost. Yeah. Now, how you going to hit the little-ass white boy out of everybody? Like, why you ain't, why you? Yeah, you yeah hit Cartwright and see what happens. Because hey. <laughs> I get the distinct yeah, impression that you couldn't just hit Cartwright. Cartwright had grown man country strength. Yeah, and he always had that little gray yeah, in his beard. He had that gray since, yeah. like, eighth grade. Yeah, he had that that uh, Rasheed Wallace gray. Yeah, and then he had just that. stayed. And he had that gravelly voice. Yeah, Mike, you ain't finna just come in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, I'll slap the shit out you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's why I think, and I think, I think Mike knew that. Or yeah. going, that's what he made him and Oak so cool because Oak wouldn't let nobody mess with him. So, based on that, now it's obviously his good deeds is he's brought endless amounts of hours of joy to my life mm-hmm. and to the life of Chicagoans everywhere. Championships, six and zero in the finals. Yeah, I said it. I know people out here try to act like six and zero doesn't matter. Six and zero matters. Winning matters. Mike was a winner. Won in college. <laughs> What a couple of Olympics. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, America. Where are we sending Mike? Is Mike having a help? I hey, look, Mike Check in. created the Jordans. Oh, he him and Tinker. Are we ain't gonna talk about Tink, that. Tinker Hatfield. We ain't gonna talk about that. No, it matters to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's a given. Like, and we know he did that. No, I'm saying, and I just don't think I look, look, man, look, look, look. What Mike did, what he's done, he's the first. Uh, majority owner of a major sports team. Uh, what he what he endured coming into Chicago, he had to be built a, a certain way in order to do to, in order to become the most popular athlete maybe to ever live. At least American athlete. I mean, some people may want to throw Ronaldo little ass. No, he's the best in the world. But the I, best ever. But, do I, it. but I, I and then and then to look at how he changed not only basketball but just culture. Yeah. 
you know, I, I think you just have to be built a little bit. You got to be a little bit tougher. You have to be a yeah. little bit uh, more of a, a lunch pail guy. And I think that Mike was actually able to be lunch pail and be, you know, you know, carry a certain swag with that. That is that's, that's hard to marry because normally the lunch pail guy is not the swag. Guy. Ain't the swag guy. Nah, he was never. both. And yeah. I think that uh, I think that uh, Mike is a first ballot heaven. Uh, yeah. For me. I, I, OK. Squad. Oh, 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 yeah. how, you, say about, how you know you can't get your drink on in heaven? Who said? The Lord turned water into wine. Now, you see, you you saying drunk. Well, nobody said drunk, but you can have, have a little, a little sip, sip or something. Okay. No, I said he likes to okay. drink. If Jesus turned water into wine, did Jesus have a drink? Does anybody know that Bible? What did he have? Did he Was he tipping down he with the... <laughs> yeah, he was John. So where is he going for you? You gotta decide. This is my first. He going. He going to heaven for me because of all Mike, the good he's done. All the good. All the. All, all the, the good, good he's done. I. You know. I, and Mike liked the women too, and I like the women. You know. This is why he gets a That's exactly. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is no. Okay. I wasn't gonna try to bring my man business. Martin Luther King liked the women too. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is that if Mike go to hell for drinking and gambling and liking women. Ah man, I gotta figure it out because this is a situation. All right, so I think I think we got heaven on that one. All right, you go heaven. Okay, you go next one. Herschel Walker. All right, lay him out. Uh, Lay out the give us give us the the version of Herschel Walker is a uh, alt right. He's running on an alt right Republican ticket, um, which you know I ain't got nothing against Republicans, but he seemed to be cozying up to Cobra Commander. Uh, these last, you know, eight, nine years in his evil regime, uh, he seems to made his home in a perpetual sunken place. And, um, you know, just really, really, uh, you know, me being a Georgia fan really, really hurt my my, my feelings, uh, you know, uh, with this whole, you know, cozying up to Cobra Commander. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't like I don't like that. I think, you know, it ain't it ain't even much after that. I think that once you, you know, get down with Cobra Commander, Particularly, you know, you being a brother from South Georgia, I would I would hope that you would have a little bit more sensibility about yourself. So, uh, you know, uh, get I don't care how many yards you rush for, if you run over with Bill Bates, I don't give a damn about none of that. You know what I'm he saying? Did. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about none of that. Cause that's the last white man you ran over. All the rest of them <laughs> you've been counting down to. So, <laughs> so I say, hey, well, well, okay. let. It, <clears throat> Well, let it, let me let me weigh in before we send it to a vote. Um, I always you you he probably apologized to Bill Bates since then. <laughs> you know, I'm really sorry. <sighs> Yo, that's funny. I back is he, it Bill came, Bates? I I think so. Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, definitely Tennessee. And then um, uh, uh, and then he went to and, the league. Yeah. He played for the Cowboys too. I think. Yeah. Um, back in 1980, he was a freshman, correct? He was a my God, a freshman. Yeah, he was uh quote the great Larry Munson. Larry Munson, shout out to Larry Munson, rest in peace. Legend. Um I used to love Herschel Walker. I ain't gonna lie. Like Who didn't? That's like, before- no, but I'm talking about I'm in Illinois. I didn't get a lot of Herschel Walker games down there because it it wasn't like that back in eighty when I was ten. But he wore thirty four, he was dope. He should have won the Heisman. That twice. freshman year, he definitely should have won, won that freshman twice. year, yeah, for sure. But they were on that, they were on that mess. Now I'm glad he didn't get it. I know, right? Um, but goofy ass. He's 
wilding right now. Yo, super wilding. And and uh, him, gotta, Brian I, Kemp. I gotta send you to hell, my gotta boy. Gotta send your ass to hell with I gasoline, hell, my boy. Gasoline, uh, what they call them? Britches. Bye. Yeah. Peace. We didn't gonna put that to a vote. You yeah, gone, yeah, boy. Yeah, you gone. You gone. You super gone. With the helmet on, yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna cover your helmet in in kerosene. Yeah, <laughs> you got the burning <laughs> helmet. Now, now. All right, my next one. Uh, hell, sorry, <laughs> Coach Mike Ditka. Okay, lay it on out. Um, the deeds, crazy temper. This there is a was good deed or a bad deed? Bad deed. Okay, bad Crazy deed. temper, right. out of control. We saw so much of it. Uh, one thing that particularly Especially sticks out. Especially with the Saints. Particularly sticks out in my mind is uh, I think J- uh, Jim Harbaugh audibled on a play and then threw a pick six <laughs> on that play. Uh, it was audible to a to an out. He deserved to have and my man tantrum. He jumped had. jumped it and took it and like I thought Ditka was literally gonna pass. He out. probably still mad. Um, but I think he embarrassed the player. Uh, it's kind of a legendary thing on the sideline. He's going off. Um, I never liked that. Um, I think on a larger note, the beef with Buddy Ryan. I think he ran Buddy. The 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 issue with Buddy Ryan uh, that started even before the '85 season. Um, really started because Buddy was retained uh, before Mike was hired. Buddy was on the team before Mike got hired. And uh, they knew to keep Buddy. He was doing something special with that defense even back in 83. And then 84, actually, I don't know if people know this, but 84, the Bears set the record for most sacks, which still stands on uh, as a team for the 84 Bears. Um, then, so after 85, I think <laughs> when the defense carried Buddy off, I think Mike had made up in his mind he's seen bad enough. So in my view, a lot of the beef and the energy there uh, cost the Bears numerous championships. So to me, I blame Mike Ditka for for running Buddy Ryan off. That's another thing. And, okay. And then I think sort of one of the bigger issues, and at the time, I have to be honest, as much as I love this guy, um, you know, everybody knows me knows that Walter Payton is my favorite athlete of all time. I think about it in retrospect now, it bothers me more now that Mike had the opportunity to make sure that Walter got a touchdown in the Super Bowl and he didn't. And that's obviously we're 30 going on 40 years past that. Didn't he get a ball to William Perry? Yes, he gave a touchdown to William Perry in the Super Bowl, uh, thinking that we were just going to score an insurmountable amount of points or insurmountable. I don't know if that makes the sense. The lead was insurmountable. The lead was insurmountable. Grogan, wasn't it Grogan the quarterback? They both played. Tony Eason and, Tony Eason. and Steve Grogan. Tony Eason, his son now is in the lead. Jacob Eason. Sorry, go ahead. That's his son? Yeah. I did not realize that. And Tony Eason from University of Illinois. Look at that. Yeah. Um, why do we... I, I don't... Why does that stuff... I sometimes can't remember why I walked in the I kitchen, so but I can remember you, that shit. Now you're making me question. Now I'm like, yeah, he better be. No, nah, nah, I'm 100% sure about that. Okay. That's when the fighting Illini used to be good. No, football. I'm saying I want to make sure that Jacob, I believe I'm, oh. I'm almost 98%. Yeah, that I hadn't yeah. heard. Um, and then, la- so he, like, that was my last thing. He didn't let, uh, he didn't let Walter get that touchdown. And I think that sort of stuck in what would have been a, uh, the crowning jewel of the 85 Bears and the whole nine. I think that was the thing. So based on all those factors and sort of the X factor of him coming out for Trump, 
which is a problem for me. Like I said, like you said, I don't have a problem with Repub- Republicans, but I have an issue with some of the things in there. So if you align with that, I'm not your guy. And that includes Ditka. So, but he did bring a Super Bowl. The only one, the only one to Chicago. That's what he put on the good side. But I'm sending him to hell. Oh, no. I, hey, look, all you got to mention is Cobra Commander and you cozying up to that and you out of there. He go. He can go to. He can go to hell. He can go there with a helmet on too. Bye. And I did another thing. Is I don't understand. I know we're we're running over on this thing, but I don't understand why you would have a problem with the defense. When first off, you were offensive guy, right? He played tight end. Yeah, that was his thing. So if you already got a fire ass defensive coordinator and y'all, you know, them boys playing for him. Yeah. Then what is the what is the problem? Uh, and 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 it's clear it's clear that Mike Mike Ditka probably wasn't as good a coach as he necessarily uh, thought he was because yeah. because you saw what happened when he went down to uh, and it wasn't necessarily it was the record that he had in with the Saints but it was some of the personnel decisions that he made particularly uh the trade that he made to get Ricky Williams yeah just you know just mortgaging so many so anyway I yes hell hell yeah if nothing else just for trading the whole draft yeah yeah so uh uh okay Next up, you're up. Okay, um, let's see, we're gonna have some some. Let's have some pick. Yeah, pick a pick a good one. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy. If y'all don't play right field for Mark's beloved, I believe he played for the Sox and the Cubs, didn't he? He absolutely did. Uh, hit a bunch of home runs. We had the cork back incident. Um, you know, and uh, if you guys remember that, but I'm saying Sammy might be going to hell just for the pigment reassignment job that he get, <laughs> that he got going on. Um I don't like have like you seen what Sammy look like nowadays? Sammy looks insane. Yeah, I mean, he looks he, crazy. He look like he look like he on Twilight or something. Like Sammy's one, lost one his of the, entire mind. Or one of them Twilight like he the father of one of them Twilight kids. You know, like how do you you know the Twilight the the um I don't watch that. But you seen how I've how, never seen how, how, how how they like they put so a whole the Twilight bunch of, Zone? No, the bunch of ba- the, the, the 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 vampire kids. Nah, who watches that? Y'all seen Twilight before? They thing. seen Twilight. Everybody seen Twilight. They got girlfriends oh, you, and stuff. You looking at Sammy Sosa right now? <laughs> yeah, they got girlfriends. He looks like and stuff. a Batman, like a like a henchman on Batman. <laughs> yeah, no, like yeah, he looks like a yeah character. <laughs> yeah, like, so, not, like somebody who ran with the penguin. He looked, you know, okay, yes. Not like the penguin, penguin himself, but like he not was in there a, like a penguin yeah. tight. Like he was delivering, he was delivering the Riddler's letters. Yeah. Like the little question marks. Yeah, like, yeah. and then zipping out. Then, then, he, then, then he got a little, <laughs> he run off, got a little high-ass laugh, looking like a fake-ass lost boy. Yeah, all of that, Sammy's bugging, Sammy's tripping. He's very much disappointing me, but Sammy's going to have it. Well, how, are you going to heaven? He's absolutely going to heaven. With that, with, with looking like you that. You know why? He looked like a disaster. You know why? why because why? he saved, along with Mark McGuire, he saved baseball. And he saved the Cubs. Him and his Balco steroids. Hey. And alleg- the juice ball. Allegedly. And his cork bats, and that's not alleged. <laughs> that happened one time. Yeah, yeah it busted host. one time. <laughs> somebody so hit. you think that was Somebody the hit that was them the 600 and... He did. No, he something home did, runs. man. Hey, he used to. Hey, he used to be so lost out there, right in the pocket, <laughs> running into that ivy. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So, you got another one. He, Sammy's going. Sammy, to heaven. Oh, okay, well, yeah, okay. So let's let's ask. Sammy's going to heaven. I say hell, heaven. heaven. 
Oh, hell no. Sammy loves Literally, this, hell no. Sammy loves this country. He loves baseball. He don't love his skin complexion. He did not love his skin complexion. And we're going to not talk about that. That's like Mike played for the Wizards. It didn't happen. <laughs> it, no, it but it's still happen. going on. It, like, Mike, like it'd be like if the Mike was still on the Wizards. Like, <laughs> like Sammy's still running around the streets of He's not running around anywhere. Don't worry, about where, don't worry about where Sammy is. You worry about where you at. Like, and do people act worry like. Worry about where you at. People act like they don't, they don't see that when they see him. They just act like he look like I would. Old. Like, oh. <laughs> I would. If I see Sammy, it's. It's we good, <laughs> Sammy. We good. Okay, what you look like? I don't care no what you turn into. Hey, 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 pasa? What happened? No, I'm not asking him what happened. No, like you good? No, we talking baseball, man. That's my guy. Okay. All, All right, right. So my last one. Uh, so I have a theme. So this was heaven or hell sports edition, but mine actually turned into sports Chicago edition because my last one. And is, then I just gave a Chicago one. How about that? You, look at us. Look at us. Shot town in this the symmetry. I think they call it synergy. Uh, we got synergy. <laughs> so my last one is Scottie Pippen. Heaven. And I don't even want to hear what you got to say. It's just one thing. What? He went in on Mike on his book, so he going to hell. Bye. Nah, man. You don't talk about Mike. It's a wrap. Hey. We only, you only get to say so. Scotty, you out of here. You burn up. Hey. You don't talk about Mike. Hey. We don't talk about Mike around these. T- like, you ain't. Uh-uh. You over on Team LeBron now. Hey. Bye. Hey. Hey. Hey, you, you team know, Brunt. you know, you do you know Michael Jordan's record without Scottie Pippen? No, no one does. It's a hundred and five and ninety four without Scottie. Do you yeah. know what it is with Scottie Pippen? It's five hundred and fourteen and one hundred and seventy seven. Yeah, they were great. Together. He's going to heaven based on that difference nah. that he made in his life. Nah, nah. He, you, Michael himself said it would be no Michael without Scotty. Uh, no, nobody, 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 that's Mike's word. Nah, listen. Nobody. How you gonna send him to hell? And Mike said, "Hey, this he because made he got me out here him. in his book. So, he out here in his book. When did the book come out? Nobody knows. You know." Nobody knows. That's you the whole know. thing. He's just out here. He's just out here. He's out here wild. And then Mike. I mean, Scotty went through a lot. He went through his woman yeah. getting freaky with somebody Future. famous with Future. Yeah. All right. So that's gonna do a little bit to Allegedly, your head. I don't know. I, listen, I don't like to speak people's business. But hey, that's I, well. I remember because Future put the rhymes on it. Yeah. He put he put the rhyme. Yeah, we're not even gonna go down that road. All right. So I'm saying Scotty's going because so of the book. I don't get a vote in this particular instance. He's still going. So, <laughs> you, no matter what you vote. All right, last one. You, last one for you. Last one. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, from the movie Last Dragon, show enough. So we going back. We going. No, you can't go to movie. You got this. Is a sports edition. You got to go that's sports. sports. That's not sports. That's it was a film. karate. And you've done this one before, three years ago. But, but everybody ain't see that episode. But we All right, find no, another one. We we'll find another one. All right. We're gonna find another one. That's messed up. I wanted to do show enough. He slammed old boy into the into the trash we, can. We remember. We you mentioned that before. Well, I ain't got over it yet. <laughs> All right. Mike Tyson. Heaven or hell. Huh. Uh Mike robbed people incessantly throughout his teenage years. Like, yeah, as a nine and ten year old. No, twelve and thirteen and fourteen and fifteen and sixteen. Uh, he said he would go up there with Cuss and come back on the weekend, Customato and Catskills, and come back on the weekend and still rob folks. Um, Mike, uh, you know, heavy to his own admission, heavy drug abuser. Let me read what else I got on here. Uh, oh, bit Evander Holyfield's ear off. In front of the world. In front of the world. Bit yeah. it twice. He bit the first one and then came around and then got a chunk. 
Mm-hmm. And they was already in a fight. You already in a fist fight. And then you go, and then he he removed his mouthpiece and got his teeth on it. That's messed up. Oh, said, told, announced to the whole entire world that he wanted to actually eat Lennox Lewis's children. And then he said, praise be to Allah. Yeah, praise be to Allah. And he also, right after that. he also told a reporter that he wanted to have anal sex with him mm-hmm. in front of everybody. He said he would do it to him till he loved him. He would make him love him. him. Yeah. yeah. And called him an F word. Yeah. So, um, you know, having said all of that, now he did have a nice little one man show. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, from what I understand is, is in the weed business now. Um, you know, youngest heavyweight champion in the world at the time. So, uh, there's that. Mike Mike Tyson. And there's that little rape situation and uh I didn't want to bring that up. Yeah. There's that. There there is a rape, but hey, for what it's worth, you know, I I I, I don't even want can I I can't even that's a touchy one. There there was a rape situation. Well, and a conviction. And a and a conviction. Cuz I feel like you were moving to like allegedly. No, it's no longer it's allegedly. It's not allegedly. He did he did the time. He, yeah. He did the time. Yeah. But Hurricane Carter did the time, too. Now, based on the fact that he threatened anal rape on a man in front of an audience? Yeah. It, yeah. Is, do you think it's more possible or less possible? And he bit uh, Lennox Lewis's leg. And there's that. So so he has I'm shown, just going to say, I'm going to send him to heaven because I don't want him coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no smoke with Mike, so hey, see you in heaven, buddy. Hey, hey, Mike. And Mike, and if you do go to hell, it ain't because of me, bro. Like, like, yeah, so it's kind of it's that list of things that he just yeah. named off, but I just want to say for but, this hey, show, yeah. for entertainment purposes only, I say heaven. And I say heaven too, Mike. Because I still think you got a little bit of that anger in you, and I don't want no part of it. Well, and then like, I don't want you waiting for me if I do go to hell. And then, the thing, you know, you be like, I'm already in hell. Now I got to fight you yeah. in hell. Like, that's the double but, hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm so, saying? And I don't want you waiting for me in heaven either. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> heaven. Yeah. Heaven. Heaven. Heaven for Michael Tyson. <laughs> we'll see yeah. you up there. Yeah. Wait, well, hey, Mike, see you in heaven. I, I'm going to have a sports area. So we'll be, you watch sports with me. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, could t- we could talk boxing. We could talk boxing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, well, listen. That was fun. We all, I'm sure just hold some of those that you got uh, other than Show Enough. Um, show Enough was wild, though. Yeah, Show Enough was wild. Show Enough was scary Cause looking, Because if, if you went to the pizza shop and Bruce Leroy wasn't there, why don't you just leave? Yeah. Why you got to, like, tear up? The, did he tear I, up the spot? Yeah, he tore it up. It's a black-owned business. Like, what is that? You know what the best thing and about well, how that? How many black men own pizzerias? Not many. That was a bad movie. Bob, was it uh, Daddy Green's? Pizzeria. You know too much. Let you know your, too much about let this. Let your pizza take you to Daddy Green's Pizza. Awful tagline. Awful. <laughs> that was that was bad in real life and the movie. And w- go ahead. No, but I'll say the you know what the best thing about that movie was? What <laughs> vanity. Rhythm of the night. Oh yeah. By the barge yeah. written by Diane Warren. Diane Warren did write that. Yeah. And it was five. I thought well, one of the most five parts is when uh Bruce Weaver caught the bullet in his teeth. And, and that was, he got that was, the glow. That was actually stupid because you can't do that. But I didn't. That just said you just be <laughs> shot in the mouth. When I was seven years it old, blew your head off. I couldn't believe it. I thought Bruce Leroy was dead, and then he was in the little in real water. Life, he would be dead. And then all of a sudden, he lifted him up, and, and then they like, had that bullet, and it was gone. And he got that glow, you know, when your hand when you got the glow, you feel the glow, you know the glow. <laughs> it was like it was, the rap, the glow, 
And he said, who's the master? And then he said, I am? That, was, that, that wasn't lit? I think what happened. Did y'all see? Y'all still ain't seen it. They've okay. never seen that. Why you would see, they see they that? They've seen it. He's seen You've it. You've seen that movie? Why? I saw that movie at the theater. I saw it in the theater too. You didn't it, think it was lit? No. That movie was trash. I didn't think it was lit then. I'm saying now. I know of why you thought it was lit because you look like that dude. You look like that guy. You well, look like Bruce Lee. Okay. You probably thought you was him. Well, there's that, but I also was a huge martial arts guy at that time. And I never seen black people in a martial arts movie before. You never seen a Bruce Lee movie? No, I saw that like when I was like 11. That's Enter the Dragon uh, with. Uh, What's his name? Jim Kelly? Jim Kelly, yeah. yeah. Jim Kelly. He's black? Yeah, he is black, but he wasn't in. He ain't had no fire-ass movie like uh, Enter the Dragon. I mean, The Last Dragon. He was in there for like five minutes and then got killed. His five minutes <laughs> in Enter the Dragon was better than the entire Last Dragon bonus clips, editor's cut, the director's Shout cut. Shout out to Barry Gordy. Everything. Shout out to Barry Gordy. Shout out to Barry Gordy for dropping... Rhythm of the Night onto that soundtrack. That, that was the that only, was a Motown production. Only thing good, and we love that. And dropping that. Vanity off in that thing too, Shouty. Rest in peace, Vanity, Vanity as well. Oh, oh yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, man. But I, I mean, catching a bullet in the teeth was lit. It was it was lit at the time, of course. Now because we thought it was because when he got hit with the shot, he went like he went like that. And then once he did that, you like feel like no, he's like showing up is gonna win this thing. And he didn't. I was kind of rooting for Shonef. What? Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought Bruce Lee was corny, bro. He was trying he was to find the. Uh, what was he trying to find? The answer. See, because back in those days, I was kind of a bully, so I was with like tearing up the pizza. You shop. was the gooch. Nah, I mean, I don't know, but like nobody ever saw the gooch. Nobody ever saw. But you used to call that kid the gooch. Yeah, we used to call a kid at school the gooch. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he got he, you hurt his feelings. Yeah, I did. I, Please I, don't I, call me the Gucci. I, let me just anymore. say this. Anybody, you said, okay, right. Gucci. <laughs> Listen, that did happen. Um, anybody back that I bullied coming up, I apologize. And hey, you would need to apologize to me first since we right here. I'm you bullied me. I will never when I was an intern. And even How so, a, you bullied me off the PlayStation. Okay, you should. If you're interning, why the fuck you on a PlayStation? It was because because you lost. That's the only reason. When somebody else lost, you didn't use your power and your position to not give up. It depends on who they were. I'm saying when Tab, if Tab lost, Tab was my partner. Yeah, but you used to let me get on with Tab lost. So you lost. You was like, I'm not getting off. I'm not yeah, getting off. The nah, that's that's what. I mean, it was my place. That's just so you bullied. So would you like That's to apologize? That's not bullying. Would you shouldn't even. Would you, you like to apologize? You're interning. Would you like to apologize? Why are you playing the game? Because we used to play together all the time. Nah. It wasn't like that. That standard wasn't set. We all used to get on the sticks. I would. I could honestly say if I still played, I would flex in exactly that same way. So you don't want to take this time to apologize <laughs> to me? I do not. Not for that. Okay. Is there anything legitimate that I did bad to you? Like, let it out now. Tell the people. No. Is not, there well, well, no. No, 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 no. No, not no, 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 not not that, not that. It's worth, bully, like legitimately bullying. Not that's worth apologizing for. That's like in the '80s, like bullying is just part of it. Make you a better person. Make you a better man. Yeah, I mean, I like like wherever they have like 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 okay, they have the anti-bullying thing, and I'm looking for the support bullying thing. Like, where is the like? What color do you wear if you support bullying? <laughs> it's hard to. Cause I support both, right? I support. Hey, you shouldn't be bullying, but hey, bullying. You know, it made me. I got bullied in high school and in in some cases in elementary school for sure. I never got bullied. Oh or man, I, I never got what I thought was bullied. If anybody was bullying me, it didn't work because I didn't believe you. 
No, I got I got hit. Like I got like man, old, like older guys. Oh uh, no, I never had that. Yeah, because I had an older brother. Yeah, I ain't had it. Oh, I used, to, I used to wish I had that because of that. Oh no, well you got an older brother that keeps a lot. No. Of, that's like a lead blocker. Man, this dude rolled <laughs> my bus home and whooped my butt. Whole like two grades older than me in elementary school. Yeah, that's not even a fair fight. I would, I never fought. I, I would never fight a kid younger than me. But then, yeah. like I said. So the next day, no, he tried to threaten me again. And that's when I brought my Rambo survival knife to school. You I told was, me that I was going to stab that Yeah, person. that was going to, you going to end up on the I was news. Gonna, I was going to stab him. If he did that again, I was going to stab him. Because he said he was going to do it again. And I was like, I went home and I just was like, I went in my drawer and I got the knife. knife was heavy. And I got it, and it was like, and it, 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 the, uh, the compass was shaking because, you know, it's at the end. Like, bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> like, How are you? I was 11, I believe. I think we should devote a show to why you had a knife at 11. My dad bought it for me. <laughs> so, and we were like leaving the store. And he, I was like, can I have this? And he was like, go ahead. And I was like, I could not believe we, it was going like beep. And I was like, there was what? Nothing positive. No, because I was going to stab the shit out that dude. I was going to stab him and commit murder at 11. Yeah, I was going to try to murder him. I don't know if I was going to like succeed, but you never know with a blade. I could hit an artery. I'm gonna man. I might have had to get you out through the Innocence Project or something. We might know each <laughs> yeah. other in a very different way. He was bullied. Hey, uh, hey, and you know what though? They didn't suspend me. They got. They bullied. took the knife. One of my friends. I got ratted on twice bringing a knife to school, and one of my you friends. You should have, bro. But I'm like, but if if you if I'm telling you, you know, I'm getting bullied, and I'm like, and I show you in the bag, I'm like, he tried today. I'm gonna stab his ass. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, every administrator in the whole school is coming in there getting me out. Shout, who's the kid who did that? Shout him out. I don't know, right? Because he, I think it was Tom Hall, but I'm not Tom, sure. Well done. <laughs> you but, saved a life. You might have saved his, and you might have saved that other. But guys. I think two Tom kids, Hall, two kids saw it. And then everybody came down there, and then I'm in the thing. They're like, "Open your bag," and then yep. they saw the contraband. Yep. And uh, but they, but the other kid honestly was like a serious bad apple, and I think they knew that. Yeah. So they let me ride. Yeah. They took the knife. I never got it back. Uh, again, who, who? What was the name of the principal? Mr. Durham. What is it? Mr. Durham. Mr. Durham. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Well Durham. done. Tall take, ass white dude. Take the knife away from the eleven year old murderer. Would be, I didn't would, kill, would yeah. be murderer. Oh, yeah, you can't call me would that. Would be. Because you, your intent. My you intent. left the house. Well, to protect myself. Yeah. Because he said he threatened me again. And he and then he had followed through on the other threat. And so I was like, all right, well, I don't know. I ain't tell my mama or nothing. I just like, I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. I'm glad that nobody got hurt that day. Um, appreciate Tom and Mr. Durham. His name was, I forgot his name. Last name was Titus, though. The dude who bullied me. But don't call him up. I don't want him uh, checking uh, I'm, in. I, I was ready then. I'm ready now. That's so funny. Well, listen, uh, I'm not even going to tell you to check in. Just watch this on YouTube and <laughs> Spotify. And shoot, I'm Mark Stewart. and Rob Hunter. This is Rob Hunter. This is Stat Lines Matter. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Bad boy. I ain't going for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my Say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.